Welcome to Common Confectionary. This podcast is for chronically ill women who want to strike a balance between managing their physical and mental health with caring for their everyday responsibilities. Join me, your host, Janina Hamilton, to learn more from my story and the stories of other women just like you to see how to prioritize you without feeling guilty. So at the end of that introduction, we talk about not feeling guilty about prioritizing yourself, right? And I know that that is a really hard thing to do, just not feeling guilty, especially just as a woman and as a whole. Like we just tend to feel like we can take control of everything. And if we are not able to take control of it, then we feel guilty for it. (laughs) Um, We feel guilty for seemingly neglecting our responsibilities when that's not really the case when it comes to prioritizing taking care of your health, whether that is your physical health from your chronic illness or your mental health by means of self-care. So we're going to talk a little bit today about how accepting the guilty emotion helps you to move forward in your self-care. Because you can't not accept that you feel guilty and think that you will move forward. (laughs) I know that that sounds like crazy, but it's what happens. You, you can't move forward. Like, okay. So for instance, you, um, you know, I I don't know that probably none of you have ever been to an AA meeting. I have never been to an AA meeting either, but you know, we hear what the steps are. The steps of, of recovery, uh, are number one is acceptance. So that still applies to anything negative, anything that you want to change, you have to first accept that that is where you are, that's how you feel, and then make changes towards the positive things that you want to do. So right now, I know that you are feeling guilty about spending that time away from, you know, being with your family or missing work or, you know, things like that. I know that when I was first um, diagnosed with my chronic illness, that I had a really hard time, like, calling out of work. (laughs) Like it was, it was really, really difficult for me. Um, I worked one to five Monday through Friday. And I mean, it was like, well, what was the, what would the excuse be? Like I was not needing to go into work until one o'clock. I could sleep till noon if I wanted to (laughs) and get there. But it was like, it was just a really difficult thing for, for me to do. And then when I, um, I got married because after that, I I did finally get to a place where I was able to work my schedule. Um, I actually reduced my time at work for a little bit and then um, it picked back up when I started to manage my illness better. But then after um, Chris and I got married, man, you know, birth control, (laughs) um, the stress of learning to live with someone else, uh, all of those things 
made my illness worse. And so that meant that I was, again, not going to work um, as regularly as I needed to be. I wasn't working my hours and I felt extremely guilty about that. Um, I felt guilty about not being able to work as much around the house or do as many things around the house as I had been. But I also realized that you know, looking back that I also was not really taking care of my own mental, emotional, and physical health by prioritizing it. And that in the in the long run probably would have helped me. Um, but I didn't realize just how guilty I, I felt about it um, until I decided to leave. <laughs> like I felt guilty about it, but then I knew that I needed to prioritize myself. And when I did, um, and I asked for reduced hours, um, the hours that I really was working per week, and she told me no, so I left, you know, so, but acknowledging that I felt guilty meant that she was also going to be able to move on and find somebody that was going to help her in her office um, to do what she needed to do for her business. And so by prioritizing myself, I helped her as well. Um, it helped me first, but it helped her too. And so, you know, things like that happen um, a lot when you really acknowledge where you are, um, acknowledge those negative emotions. And I know like saying, yeah, you need to acknowledge um, and accept this negative emotion it just sounds wrong, right? Like it's like, well, why do I need to acknowledge this negative emotion? And 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 then what what positive things can really help me to do this? So what what can help you first of all? What can help you to acknowledge these feelings of guilt um, that you feel guilty for taking time away from your family, knowing that you need to take time away from your family to go to the doctor or um, to just sit down and have quiet time, um, not, not be on the go so much, or to tell people no when it is not something that you, you can physically do within your limited energy. So let's, let's talk about what to do. How can you really accept that you feel guilty about this so that you can stop feeling guilty about this? Well, one of the things that I do uh, when I do start feeling guilty, because I mean, I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. (laughs) You never like emotions stick around. Like you feel guilty now, there will be moments even after you go through the process of really acknowledging that emotion and accepting that emotion that you will feel that emotion again. And I use a framework, a journaling framework that will help you to not just say, I feel guilty right now, but will help you to move forward past that guilty emotion to see what you can start doing now to 
make it more positive to decide, okay, I am no longer going to feel guilty about this. And if I do feel guilty about this, I can just revisit this. So my journaling framework is called Don't Suppress Process. And now I will be totally frank and totally honest with you. I am not a daily journaler. I'm just not. And it is absolutely okay that you are not a daily journaler as well. There are different ways to express your emotions and to connect back with yourself um, as to how you feel. And I, I don't know that a daily journal is necessarily for everyone. It's not for me. And it, it may be for you, but it's not, it's not for me. And it may also not be for you. So I, I created this framework, this don't suppress process framework so that it can be used at any time. So when you start feeling guilty about knowing when you need to take time for yourself to care for your physical, mental, emotional health, you will be able to do so in about 10 minutes to get you on a positive track. So what happens with this this framework, this journaling framework, it's um, the, the sub topic of it is three steps to get out of your head. So you always hear people like they say, process your emotions, process your emotions. What does that mean? What does process your emotions mean? Well, it means to really sit down and and name it. You need to name what you are feeling and then understand that if what you, what would happen if you continued to feel this way. And then I added a bonus on there that what you could do to start feeling positive, to start feeling the opposite of guilty, to start feeling grateful for what you are doing. So here, I'll just explain a little bit about what it is. So the first thing is once you start feeling that way, once you start feeling guilty, once you start are are like, okay, I really need to go to the doctor, um, but I don't want to take time off from work. I feel guilty about taking time off from work, but I feel so bad that I really need to go to the doctor, but but I don't know how to ask off that time from work. So what you do is, all right, once you feel that, you stop, you use the five second rule. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I love Mel Robbins. And the five second rule is just to count backwards from five, five, four, three, two, one. And then you either pick up your, um, your phone and call someone that is just going to listen to you. That's going to hear you out. Someone that is not going to, um, try to make you feel, um, any worse (laughs) than you are already. They're going to just listen. They're going to hear you out. Or if you have your journal near, then you can get your your pen and your journal or just open the notes and your phone. I know everybody has their phone with them. So open the notes on your phone. And now you already know that you feel guilty about taking time off from work or you feel 
guilty for um, needing to sit down and be quiet away from your children for a little bit. You know, those types of things, you know, you feel guilty, but there there's more than one one word that goes along with that. So my thing is, is you need to write down three words that describe how you are feeling. You need to write down three words that describe how you're feeling beyond guilty because it is okay to feel more than one thing and they can be positive and negative at the same time. So write down the three words that you're feeling and then you do need to write out and if you're talking to your friend, you use this, these same questions. What are you, you know, what are three words that you feel? What would can happen if you continue to feel this way? So if we go back to the needing to go to the doctor, but don't want to ask off from work um, illustration, then what would happen? What would happen if you don't go to the doctor because you feel guilty about asking off for, for work? Well, your health is going to continue to decline, right? You are possibly going to feel worse and maybe even in the next week or so, you're going to actually hit a flare and then you will be forced to take that time from off off work when you could have gone to the doctor and gotten something for or, or figured out what the next steps could be if you could get to the doctor and see what he or she says about what is going on with you right now. So you talk about that, write that down or talk about that with your trusted friend. And then we're going to write down three words, three words that are the opposite of those negative or negative and positive emotions that you wrote down in the beginning. So these are going to be words that are opposite that are going to get you going in the right direction. You want to get yourself going in the right direction. So you know, relieved would be a, a word that's the, the opposite of, of guilt. Um, you know, grateful, like I was saying before, just so whatever it is that are three words that are the opposite of how you are feeling. And then we're going to take, take one of those words and say, what, what is one thing that you could do right now to feel, to start feeling more like that? one word that you chose out of the three. This forces you into action. Take action to make sure that you do not feel guilty anymore about asking off time for work or for sitting in silence for a few minutes because you're on sensory overload. Those types of things make yourself a priority but it helps you to see the value in making yourself a priority by either talking to your friend about this or writing it down so that you can really process what you're feeling and what can happen if you do the opposite of it. So you're processing this emotion rather than holding on to it and having your brain continue to confirm why you feel guilty and why feeling guilty is the quote unquote right way to feel. Because if you continue to say, I feel guilty, I feel guilty, your brain is going to continue to look for ways to confirm it. So we want to get out of that in this journaling process. So what happens like if you don't 
get out of it, then you're not going to be able to move forward. Like I was just saying, you know, you will continue to feel guilty. Your brain is going to continue to filter in why you should feel guilty. Like, okay, back to the work illustration. If you are, um, if you don't take, if you do take the time off from work, then you feel guilty that you're putting the project that you're working on, um, Maybe you're making that, uh, uh, putting that on the back burner. It may be slower because you are taking a couple of hours to make sure that you can go to the doctor. That is not your problem. <laughs> it will, it will be fine. It will be fine. It, you will go to work again and you will be able to help and move the things forward for your boss later. But you need to be able to be the best version of you, but you need to go to the doctor in order to be able to do that. And so you need to acknowledge that. And then if you keep, because if you also, if you keep doing these things, if you keep feeling guilty about um, taking and prioritizing your health, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, you are going to be exhausted. <laughs> it's going to be exhausting because you're continually thinking about you about others rather than yourself and eventually that leads to burnout and it leads to resentment to those around you so you've got to take and make sure that you are prioritizing yourself but at first acknowledging and accepting that you feel guilty and move moving forward and moving past that and it will keep you from being exhausted and it will help you to enjoy your job more it will help you to enjoy your family responsibilities more it you will really enjoy everything so much more and I was just thinking like that this just brought up um the experience that I had last year with um with Chris having been in the hospital and me me feeling like super guilty um about not spending as much time with him as possible. Like I felt like once he got home from the hospital that I needed to have like and be with him every single second, <laughs> every single second of the day. And that was absolutely not the case. Um, I felt I felt guilty because when he was in the hospital, I was there. I was there every single moment. Well, well, mostly. I mean, I did go shower and eat and you know all of that but you know I slept there I was there all the time most of the time right so when I got home I felt like I needed to continue that and I felt guilty for wanting or knowing that I really needed to have that self-care time because before he went in the hospital I mean I was like on a I had a schedule. It was like two o'clock every day. I was sitting down, um, having a chai tea latte to read in my book. <laughs> like that, like that was my thing. That was what I did um, every day, at least every day during the week. Um, and I had some other little things that I did for myself, other hobbies and such that I that I did. But like that was my my thing, and I felt super guilty for wanting to continue to do that. But I had to acknowledge, look, you feel guilty about this, but this is not something that you can control. You cannot control whether this is going to happen again. And he is absolutely fine with you being 
away. He knew that I am an introvert and I really need to have time for myself um, because that's how it had been before. And he was just recovering. He was laying in the bed. What could, what could I help him do that would help, you know, like that the, there was nothing there. Right. So that made for me, because I was now exhausting myself from being in the room all the time with him. Um, I was now exhausting myself with household duties. Like I still needed to make sure that I was, you know, we, I, I now was having to do most of the cooking. Um, Chris is normally the cook. <laughs> uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you, you know that. Um, so, you know, uh, he's, and he's super helpful around the house. And so all of that changed and I had to take on that, those responsibilities on my own for a few weeks. And because I was not acknowledging that I felt guilty for wanting to spend time away from him, and not accepting it. I was acknowledging it, but I wasn't accepting it so that I could move forward through it. Doing the things that I needed to do were infinitely more difficult. So that totally led to burnout. So it took a couple, it took a little while for me to be like, oh, uh, I really do need to take some time for myself so that these other things that I'm now having to do um, until he was well enough to help me again that I really needed to take that time for myself so that I could do them and do them well without burning out. So here's my gift to you. My gift to you is this journaling framework. So if you go to the show notes right now, there will be a link to the um, journaling framework, Don't Suppress Process. And um, it will ask for your, your email address. Um, I know for a while I've, it's just been through a texting service and I am um, moving it over to email because I feel like I can communicate better with you there on, on email. So it will ask for your email address and it will send it to you to your email. Um, it will be both in a um, in a PDF form so that if you get it on your phone, you can save it to your phone um, or a PDF PDF on your computer. You can save it to your computer and then a um, either a PNG or a JPEG so that you can save it to your phone so that if you start having these guilty feelings while you're out of the house, you will ha- have it there for you. Um, so that you can know what you need to do in order to accept those emotions and move forward in your self-care journey. So go to that link now in the show notes and get that. But I do want to also tell you and help you to understand that sometimes these things are not best done on your own. You know, it it's free. This is at this journaling framework is absolutely free and you can get that. But support, if you, especially if you've been feeling guilty about these things for a long time, support is what you need. And if you have a trusted friend, use her. Make sure that she is helping you in moving past these guilty feelings and accepting these guilty feelings so that you can move forward in a positive way. But I would like to help you. I would love to help you because then we can hash out what those emotions are 
and see what things that you can do in a, on a personalized level help you to see from an outside objective perspective the things that you could be doing differently right now changes that you can make right now that will help you to start prioritizing yourself taking care of your mental physical emotional um, health so that that self-care journey is not one that is full of negative emotions. So I have a one-on-one program called Ditch the Guilt. <laughs> yeah, it's called the D- Ditch the Guilt. Um, and I would love for you to schedule a call to work with me, to apply to work with me so that in in eight weeks, you will go through accepting your guilty emotions, breaking down the limiting beliefs that you have about taking care of yourself, affirming who you want to be, and then focus on taking action. Take action to move forward from being feeling guilty to prioritizing your self-care. It, it, it's, it's, it's something that needs to happen for so many women because you just that that guilty feeling is there. It's there. And I understand. Um, I understand it. <laughs> I, I've been there. I have been where you are. And I would really love to help you to move forward in your self care journey. So it, it's just time. It's time for you to accept that you feel guilty for being sick. And the, the change that comes with having a chronic illness is sometimes it just really does make us feel guilty. So let's, let's work together. Let's work together so that you can move through those emotions and start prioritizing you. And it will help you to be better at those responsibilities like, you know, work, uh, your family life, and just overall being the person that you want to be. So let's do this. Let's do this together. Click the link uh, for that to schedule the call with me, apply to work with me, my one-on-one program for eight weeks. And that way that you can start doing what you want to do so that you can do what you need to do better. lot on the podcast about mental health and being sure to take the time you need to make it a priority. So if you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed beyond the advice given here, today's sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's network of 20,000 plus therapists that give you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. 
Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything you share is completely confidential, and if needed, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge any time. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash calming. That's BetterHelp.com slash C-A-L-M-I-N-G. Audio Podcast Network.